Hey there, Sarah here, and welcome to the Life Experiment podcast, where we talk about topics like personal growth, relationships, career, productivity, spirituality, and so much more. The aim is to reflect on our lives and try out new tips, hacks, and strategies that can make our life that much better. Hello, everyone. Right, so um, today's episode is a continuation of uh, episode four. So red flags and warning signals in the dating phases. Um, I talked about the first six uh, signs in that episode, episode four, which I will link in my show notes. Um, and today I'll continue on with the last six. Okay, so I hope that this um, signs, you know, the signals um, that I've listed are actually useful for you because um, I've shared quite a few of them with my clients and they have it has been really, really useful for them. And um, yeah, I hope that... Um, yeah, I hope that it helps you. And if you have any feedback or any questions or, you know, uh, concerns, yeah, just drop me an email, right? Okay, so um, just diving straight into sign number seven, right? So you feel uneasy, distrustful, and insecure in the relationship. Okay, so if you're feeling this way, it's great to actually, you know, trust your gut. Um, yeah, just, just trust your gut and your emotions. And if ever you're dating a person that you don't feel very good with on some level, um, sometimes you can't really explain it. Okay, you can't really put your finger on why you actually feel a certain way around them. But it's something that you probably need to pay attention to. Because it's usually your subconscious picking up on shady behavior or unacceptable behavior or language that your conscious mind isn't really paying attention to. Okay? Or it could be something that you actually realize, but you are rationalizing it away. Okay? Or actions, you know, like you're picking up on actions not matching up to words. Okay? So for example, back to Joe. Okay? The, the, the guy that I previously dated and the wolf in sheep's clothing as I call him. Uh, there was something about him that was always, you know, it came across very insincere and very manipulative, okay? Like he was mind-effing me or something, you know, or trying to, you know, trying to get in my mind and manipulate me or something. Um, he would do things that were completely the opposite of what he was saying that made him very untrustworthy to me. Okay, so it's to the point where he, you know, he could be telling the truth or saying uh, honest or being honest, but I couldn't really believe anything that came out of his mouth. It was amazing, <laughs> right? And I also used to have an ex, so I was very, very, you know, casual about female um, friendships in his life. And he'll keep our relationship a secret, okay, but openly entertain, you know, people that, you know, tried to pair him with other girls. And he also had this tendency of you know criticizing my looks and my dressing you know and my style which made me very insecure over time and all these things you know that these two guys did actually didn't really make me feel good it actually made me feel really really bad about myself and really really insecure in the relationship right so if any time this you know emotions or feelings come up for you do take note of them okay don't ignore them Okay, take note of these feelings and try to get to the root of what is triggering them. Because usually you actually know why, but you might be rationalizing it away. Okay? And the eighth uh, sign. Okay, the next sign. Inconsistent nonsense and stuff that doesn't add up about him. Okay, this is rather similar to the point I made earlier. You know, so, you know, when people say one thing and do another, or they say one thing one day and then, you know, another thing another day. Um, these are all not great signs. Okay, so um, they are not great. And when actions and words actually don't match up, it means that, you know, someone is telling you a lie or they are actually very, very inconsistent people, which is not great. 
Okay, and in a worst case scenario, they're actually twisting facts around. Okay, stuff that came from his mouth and then saying that you got it wrong. Um, things like that and, you know, telling, you know, blaming, it on, blaming the inconsistency on you. Okay, that is classic gaslighting behavior. And, um, you know, let, let's, let's, let's go back into Joe. Okay, so Joe has this tendency where one minute he would tell me that he's not a good guy. Okay, he disliked uh, long-term relationships. He had no interest in committing to anybody. Um, it wasn't a great time in his life for him. Okay, fine. Okay, great. But then the next minute, he was there asking me to date him. Seriously. Yeah, as if I would, right? Yeah, he was asking me to date him seriously. And then when I told him that I'm not interested, he comes up with, you know, complete nonsense. Like, oh yeah, I didn't think you were, you know, I, I was just testing you. Then why would you bother asking me then? <laughs> right? And on top of that, of that, he had the nerve to actually turn things around and then say it was me that didn't want a, a long-term uh, relationship. And he referenced some like really, really weird conversation that we had where he said like he got the hint that, you know, um, I, 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 I wasn't interested in him because, you know, this random conversation that we were having where he talked about not having enough uh, savings, you know, and, I, and then I didn't actually respond to, to him and he said that, um, I don't know. Firstly, how did me not commenting on that had anything to do with me not wanting a long-term commitment? Like... I don't know, how how delusional or weird do you have to be to actually link completely unrelated events and then blame it on the other person, right? I don't know, but he would, he would do things like that. He would, he would say something and then like, you know, some other event happens later on and then he would take my response or whatever that he interpreted and then said that, oh, you know, um, I, I did this, so it's my fault. You know, like, it's kind of like, he's not really directly blaming you, but he's kind of, you know, laying the responsibility on you. Just like when he said that he didn't want a long-term commitment, but then he turns around and says that, oh, it was me that actually gave him that 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 um, feeling when I didn't even say anything. <laughs> you know, things like this. This is actually gaslighting behavior. And, you know, if you have, if you're experiencing weird behavior like that, don't bother figuring out why the person is like that. Usually it's because there's something that happened in their past that made them the way they was or some kind of traumatic in their childhood or in previous relationships that made them like that and they didn't really um, take the, the correct lessons from the experience um, yeah so but just you know just don't try to figure out why they are like that just stop seeing them okay and the next sign okay so he actually tells you who he is okay so he actually straight up tells you to your face that he's not a good guy okay so you know or he tells you that you know he isn't interested in a long-term relationship right, like Joe, or that, you know, he's only after sex. So Joe told me these things, you know, he told me that he's not a great guy because he's always thinking about sex. He told me that he had no money and couldn't be in a relationship, things like that. So once a guy tells you who they are, okay, really take their word for it, okay? They are dropping huge hints about what you are getting yourself into if you ever want to get involved in them, okay? And if you are looking for a long-term relationship and someone is telling you that he cannot commit to anything, Okay, just cut your losses and don't waste your time. Okay, again, in the previous episode, I talked about being clear about what you want and um, just not wasting your time and energy on people that do not have the same dating intentions as you. So if someone tells you that he's not a great guy, great, just run away. <laughs> okay, don't try to figure out why he's saying that. Just, just, yeah, just don't engage. Right, and the next sign 
constantly daring you to break your boundaries. This is a very, very big one, okay? And it happens quite a lot in relationships. It happens very frequently. This is actually incredibly disrespectful and manipulative, okay? So if you tell a guy that you're not interested in doing this, or that you aren't going to sleep with him so early on in the relationship, and he says like, oh, okay, cool, you know, but then he spends the next few weeks or months trying to talk you out of your boundaries, or, you know, try saying things to test you and hoping you, um, you know, and, and, and you know, wishing that you actually, you know, break your, your vows to yourself and give in to him. Such a guy is not a decent guy, okay? He is trying to control and manipulate you into giving up what you value and giving him what he wants, okay? And this is not respecting your decisions and your choices at all, okay? Huge red flag, ladies. Let's go back to Joe again. Okay, so he knew that I wasn't keen on letting him get in my pants at all. Um, dream on, right? But, you know, he would then pr proceed me to dare me, you know, to, to he would then proceed to dare me to do things with him. You know, saying stuff like, Oh, you're not the type that will put this into action, right? Why don't you try doing that with me then? You know, things like that. And then proceeding to mock and laugh when I insist that I don't want to. Okay? People like that are just awful. Awful people. Don't waste your life and time on men like that. Cut them out. They usually have, you know, they don't usually have very, very great vibes or great energy as well. And you don't want to be hanging around energy and people like that for too long because it does affect you. Okay, and sometimes it affects you in such a way that um, you end up actually breaking your boundaries for them and then you end up really, 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 really regretting it. It just, you know, it's just a whole lot of mess. So instead of putting yourself in a situation like that, just get out of it. Just leave him alone. Okay, and the next um, red flag. Okay, so a person who has a dark or secretive past. Okay, so was he involved in some... Um, illegal stuff or really shady things in the past okay if he's revealed something about himself that makes you uncomfortable and he hasn't really done the necessary work to turn over a new leaf then it might be time to check out of the date or check out the relationship okay so some examples of such behavior could be you know criminal activities you know or serious addictions to drugs you know alcohol and even sex and pornography so, um, Joe, for example, as I found out quite late on, was or is a sex addict. Okay, he used to, uh, he admitted to, you know, finding girls uh, on certain corners of the web. I didn't want to really know where he, he found them. And um, he found all these girls to perform sex acts with, right? Um, he showed no signs of wanting to turn over a new leaf, actually, and was very, very proud of his uh, sexual conquests, <laughs> right? And um, he... You know, sometimes if these prior addictions, there is a semblance of compulsion, right? It can be very difficult to kick the habit. And which is why you'll find that people like that, they tend to keep going back to, you know, whatever they have been addicted to. So be alcohol or sex or whatever it is, it keeps, you know, it keeps them in the cycle. And you got to ask yourself, you know, if it's actually behavior or a pattern that you actually really want to be putting up with or to be, you know, getting yourself into because... Um, yeah, you get dragged along with them, okay? Right, and the very last sign, or the 12th sign, um, the constant talking about his exes or non-resolution of past relationships. Um, this is also actually a very big one, and a lot of us ladies actually struggle with it, right? So, Joe again, for example, was 
constantly talking about the only serious ex he had, uh, only according to him, uh, which was a relationship from like 10 years ago. Okay, I mean, it was like a decade ago. Okay, he still constantly talks about her. And also pay attention to the way that they talk about their exes. So the tone that they are using and the descriptions that they, they use and the stories that they actually bring up about their ex to tell you. Okay, so Joe, for instance, uh, constantly talked about the girl in a very bitter and very accusatory manner. Okay, it was actually quite, um, it was quite alarming to hear, you know, considering that this was actually something that happened a decade ago, right? So if a person can't seem to let go of a relationship or any other personal relationships in their lives by constantly bringing up the relationship that is already like long gone, the person is already like long out of their lives, um, I find this to be actually pretty disrespectful, okay? Because, I mean, you have a new person that is, you know, in front of you, a potentially new relationship, and yet you can't stop harping on someone that is long gone, right? It shows um, unresolved business as well. And it could also be that, you know, the person hasn't actually done the self-reflection required to evaluate the relationship and to learn from it. Okay, so this means that any leftover problems or issues are going to be carried right into your relationship if you continue seeing this person. Okay, and when someone is actually very, very, um, for me, very, very hung up on, you know, the, the things that the ex did to them, um, without actually, you know, talking about themselves, like, you know, I mean, everybody makes mistakes in relationships and in life, and if you're constantly talking about what the other party is doing wrong, but not seeing what you are doing wrong, I think that's... Uh, that's not a good sign as well. It doesn't really show um, great self-awareness. Okay. Yes. So, I have come to the end of my, um, the 12 red flags that you can look out for in your next relationship. Okay. So, just to, just to re-emphasize again, um, dating is supposed to be really, really fun. Okay. Um, ladies, guys, whoever, you, whoever you, is listening to this, it's actually a, like the most fun time in the entire relationship uh, journey. But um, at the same time as well, I would like to re-emphasize, do not forget to vet your partner, okay? Um, I know comparing it to a job interview is very, very clinical and some people find it very uh, unromantic, but it really is, you know, because you're spending so much of time with this um, partner, okay? If you were to get into a serious relationship or you were to, you know, go on and get married, you're spending a lot of your life, your energy, your emotions, your time with this person, so it needs to be the person that is the absolute best for you. Okay, and putting aside what you actually are looking for in a relationship, we should also be very, very clear about what we do not want to see in a relationship or in a partner. And once we see those behaviours, and once we see those signs, we really, really need to get ourselves out of the situation. Okay, um, sometimes, you know, we need a little bit more observation, you know, to gather all the data, so to speak. Again, very unromantic. But... Um, yeah, once you have gathered enough data, uh, given yourself enough time to observe the person, and you feel that it's not a good fit, um, yeah, just just be brave enough to actually cut, um, you know, just cut the losses and just go, okay? Because once um, once you close the door to something that's not a good fit for you, you know, other doors open, and you know, you can go on to date other people that are much much better fit for you, right? So, um, yeah, so you know because. Whenever we date, uh, it's someone that, you know, your, your, your energies, you know, with this person, you'll be intertwined with one another. So it's, you know, best that you actually select someone 
that levels up your energy, brings up your life and not bring it down. Okay, so hopefully this list has helped a lot and that's it for this episode. So that's it for this episode of the LifeX Experiment Podcast. Do get in touch with me. I love to hear from my listeners and readers. Email me at abstractedcollective at gmail.com. That is abstract with an ED collective. Or reach out to me on Instagram at abstractedcollective. And if you like the show, do tell your friend. And please rate and review on iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcasts as it can help others like you find it easily. Till next time, take care.